Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You know, like every sport, college football is also trying to find its way back. Will all the conferences participate? The SEC plans maybe having fans. What about the Big Ten in Michigan? And Major League Baseball has a plan, but it may not be so good for all the minor league players. Things are opening up all around the U.S. again. What did you miss during the quarantine? Well, ask Chris Trello of Spectrum Sports 360 on Bay News 9 on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times along with producer Steve Versnick. Hey, folks, tomorrow we're going to have our uh, very popular and important mailbag segment. We'll answer any of your questions that you might have on the Bucks, the Bolts, the Rays, you name it. We'll answer it. All you have to do is submit those. Uh, you can do that through Twitter. You can reach us at SportsDayTB. That's at SportsDayTB. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud. Or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. All right, we're joined by uh, Chris Torello. You see him on Spectrum Sports 360 in Bay News 9. He joins us now. Chris, college football. Who nearly? I tell you, they're talking about college football. And uh, almost anything can happen and almost anything does. And uh, we got... Uh, you know, conferences now, um, some of them almost stubbornly going, what, what, pandemic? What? Yeah, no, we're playing. Yeah. And then there are others like the state of Michigan, which, uh, or the University of Michigan more specifically, that's like, yeah, not unless we got students, folks. So what is the state of college? What are we learning about the NCAA, which apparently has no control over conferences? It's really about conference to conference. And what is what is happening now that as you as you watch these 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 conference commissioners twist themselves into pretzels trying trying to explain to you what what their plans are? I think what it I think what you're seeing and and again it took something as as devastating as this um, to kind of show you that you know college football for so long has looked at the NCAA and said screw you we don't need you. But right. then you've got James Franklin from Penn State and other coaches looking at Mark Emmert and saying, can you please give us some guidance? And like Mark Emmert's like, well, we don't control your conference. Like we don't control your, co- we don't control your championship for the love of God. So I think it's, <laughs> it's just showing now more than ever, maybe a little bit of leadership goes a long way. Um, especially when, you know, I think these conference commissioners, you know, Swalford, Bowlesby, whoever, um, yeah. you know, these these guys, I think, are, you know, they I think they look a lot like Roger Goodell. I mean, you know, they're trying as hard as they can to please school presidents and ADs. And yeah. they're trying to, you know, understand that, hey, we got to have the revenue. You know, it is what it is. We have to be able to put, you know, we have to be able to have games on a Saturday. We have to be able to do this. So I think what's interesting is it really feels like, the SEC is kind of like to hell with it. We're going. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know, I mean, I saw what their proposals were, and I saw how they're going to look at things, and 
And then you look at someone like you said with Michigan. Now, granted, right now, Michigan and Michigan State, unfortunately, you know, even some of the other schools, uh, they may be more worried about their local leaders. Like um, the governor of Michigan has a little bit of a different stance on this than, say, the governor of Florida. No um, and, uh, you know, I think there's maybe not overstepping until there's more clearance, perhaps mm-hmm. like if, you know, like the governor of New Jersey the other day says, you know, Hey, we're going to allow training camps. Okay. Well now the giants are going to come out and make a statement that says, okay, now right. we're going to start bringing our people back. My point is this, I think you're just, you're trying not to upset the the top leaders you're just you're trying not to piss off the wrong people so yeah. maybe it's just trying to be politically correct mm-hmm. um you know lord knows i feel like we went from we're all in this together alone together safe at home to basically you know pitchforks are out and everybody's on twitter <laughs> looking for a fight so um you know i feel like you know I, and, I mean twitter i've been looking is. for a fight since 09 according <laughs> yes to you have let's so, be honest you're yeah. out there you're out there with the gloves. You got them on. Yeah, yeah, but they're not like the, they're. I'm not like taping my hands up first. You know, I mean, I'm, these are the sock and boppers. You know, these are the blow up inflatable ones. You know, it's just going to be a little pop. You know, nothing harmful. Yeah. So, uh, but no, I think. So I think right now, I, here's what I think. I think you're going to have college football, where, for the most part, I think it is going to look like college football, but you know, there may be a few holdouts now. Let's say Michigan and Michigan State don't want to. How much does that hurt the Big Ten when you have oh. how many teams? Twelve. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Go play. Yeah, you can you can lose two, and the math works. Um, yeah, but you'd like you'd, you'd rather lose like Rutgers and somebody else. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like the American lost UConn. Oh boy, that's a shame. <laughs> you know, what a real shame. Yeah. They're gonna you hear UConn's gonna cut up to eight programs. They're gonna cut up to well, eight. Oh God! And listen, that's the thing. In, in all, in, in you know, no, no matter what their zeal is for wanting to play uh, college football with fans, and and you know, it's it's we know this. It's religion in the South. That's to me. That's the difference between college football in the South. Yeah. You could add Texas to that, perhaps. Um, than than any other place is that you know I, I believe, and I could be wrong about this. I don't care because it's my podcast, and Steve and I do what we want. But I would say that that. You would not have. I believe that the whole notion of a floor of a highway patrolman or a cop having to guard the coach as he walks across the field to shake hands with the other coach that had to have started in the South. There's no other place. There's no other place that would be so, you know, angry that their team lost that somehow now the coach was in danger and needed an armed security guard to walk him to the 50 yard line to shake hands. With somebody else. I mean, that, you know what I mean? What's the other coach going to do? Is he, is he going to pull a weapon? What are, what's going to happen at the 50 yard line? That's but true. only in, only in the South is, is it religion, right? I mean, Sunday is for church. Saturday, they worship college football. It's just Friday night, Friday night lights, all that stuff. So there's that. But your point you made about UConn, and, and this cannot be overlooked, no matter how much that, that you, you can say about, you know, the, the amount of money and, the, you know, all this stuff and the kids not getting it. Look, minor sports are being cut as a result of this. You yeah. know, football funds a lot of things. And so if you run cross country or play lacrosse or uh, swim or do any of these things that is paying for your education, chances are a lot of that, you know, is your sport is being financed in, in, in specifically by the revenues that football and to some degree 
some of the college basketball programs are making. So guess what? Um, it's in the interest of a lot of athletes at these schools that there is college football and not just the television too, because, you know, whereas the NFL over half their revenues is TV college football relies on that ticket. They need people in the stands or in the seats to, you know, to, to get the boosters there and, and, and actually, um, help fund some of those programs. No, you're right. And it's really sad because, you know, we saw a, we saw a, football, a college football program in in Florida. You know, that it got cut because of the yeah. pandemic. Um, we saw Bowling Green baseball, uh, Cincinnati yes. men's soccer. Cincinnati—that's the American. I mean, that's yeah. that's a little bit of an eye opener, you know. And we've—it's—it's it's very sad. Now, I've I, I've spoken to a couple of sources at USF, um, and I also have some in, info on how they see the season playing out. But um, in yeah. terms of cutting programs, I have been told that's a last resort, and they will not do it if they they will yeah. not allow it to happen. Um, you know, they're going to do everything they can up there at USF to keep everybody intact. So uh, kudos it. to them. But um, so I was talking with a couple people because they're actually starting to get our opinion, our media opinion for how mm-hmm. we see post game working. How we yes. see like there's even there's some talk that. You know how like we like to shoot the game on the sideline because it looks a lot better instead of taking the the, the field level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's talk of maybe just one camera, a pool camera, and Ugh. say I shoot it, I have to give it to everyone. If someone else shoots it, they have to give it to us. Um, mm. You know, there's no scrums. We've already eliminated that. So, yeah, that's um, not happening, right? Which is fine with me, um, but. Uh, you know, there's, you know, there's just, there's, there's already converse, like, look what the Rays did the other day. I mean, they're, you know, they're doing zoom yeah. conferences after, you know, no one was allowed to be there at the, at the trap while people worked out. So, I mean, it's like, you know, it's going to be strange for a little while. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's, but I think there's a plan from what I'm hearing, maybe the season starts with just students in the stands at the, you know, if they're going to try and go that route. But then okay. maybe as the season goes, maybe you see. Now, again, I think everything's still developing. I'm not a medical expert. I'm just talking to people who are kind of brainstorming in position yeah. power, I guess you could say. You know, like I've said before on this podcast, there are way too many people pretending to be experts. Lord knows I'm not one of them. So um, it's it's just interesting. It's it's interesting what everyone's talking about, but I believe they're, you talk to the ma- the majority of football leaders and ADs, they think this season is starting Labor Day. Hmm. And, and look, I mean, we hope that, that, that there is that trend and, and that there's not a spike somewhere that changes all of our lives that, that you know, to the point where um, we've been without sports this long. We certainly want them to come back, but to come back safely. Uh, it's, it's inevitable, Chris, that somebody's going to get this, uh, this awful disease mm-hmm. in professional sports and most likely in college sports. And, you know, even though – Statistically, we hear, you know, uh, younger people uh, seem to do better with this and maybe the, the mortality rate isn't as high. It's nothing you want, right? It's, it's nothing that you want to have to endure because it's still uh, very serious. And um, in some people, you don't know, uh, you know, what, what immune compromised positions they may have in, in, until they catch it. So, you know, what happens when that occurs? You know, how many people they've, they've been exposed, that they have exposed – the testing is going to be a big part of this. They have to find ways to keep these young athletes, um, you know, tested and all of that. 
Um, but it seems to be uh, trending in the right way, almost to the point now. And this is, you know, this is true. I think with with professional sports too. Is like it's not, it's not a matter of if. It's now when, right? It's it's when and how. You know, with fans, without fans. I always say this about the NFL. And of course, they've had you know the longest runway, and they can watch these other pro, other uh, sports try to come back. Um, but there has never been a point, and even though they talk about contingencies among themselves, there's never been a point where they haven't thought that they were going to play um, and play with fans. I, I've never talked to anybody, and, and you know the easy thing to do is say, "Well, if we have to, we'll play without fans." We the TV is what we're beholden to, but it's a lot of revenue. It's a hundred million dollars a team. Um, and plus, it adds so much to the game. Although, you know, the networks have already talked about, you know, using crowd noise and, and stuff to sort of augment their telecast to, to the point where you wouldn't really necessarily notice the sound of the game would sound similar. Um, but I'm here to tell you that, uh, you know, the NFL is, you know, is thinking of many ways of, of doing partial fans, doing some fans, um, you know, just uh, anything they can come up with. Hell, for that matter, uh, did you see where the Miami Dolphins are going to turn their stadium into a drive-in movie theater? Yeah. yeah. So, I think, you know. Yeah, I think, right. Hey, Rick. Rick, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you. Um, so, do, do you – like, I look at the Steelers. They, I think, only sold half their – did I read that right? Half their tickets or something the other day? Is that something we could – because you're the, you're the Bucks expert. I mean, do you think that could happen? I mean, there's a lot of people who are buying tickets for the Bucks. Yeah, I I don't want to get over my skis on this one, but I but I will say I will say this. Let me say this about that. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> this is utterly ridiculous. Um, what they're going to do, I think, as and when I say they, I don't mean the Bucks specifically, but if they have to choose right now, the reason why you're not seeing a, a, a ton of news about ticket sales, first of all. They were very brisk, as you can imagine. You know, at the Bucks when they signed Tom Brady, there was eight thousand, what eight thousand people waiting, trying to get on the Ticketmaster, et cetera. <laughs> and now I have people saying to me that if you if you can find a seat, it's only in the three hundred level. Okay, where are all the good seats? You know, it's like that Jack Lemon. Where are all the good seats? Where are all the good seats? So, uh, you know, and and there are none. And the reason is, I believe. It it doesn't it doesn't make for good optics at a time when there's a pandemic and I don't know twenty five thirty percent unemployment when you go hey we got no tickets left man we crushed it we got sixty five thousand thanks a lot Tampa Bay we appreciate it see you in September that doesn't help anybody okay at least of all the bucks the other thing is I believe that they are going to hold hold tickets back some of the premium seats in particular for group sales, and I, I think also for uh, individual games. I mean, you know, you're, you're going to have fans that just aren't going to buy, can't afford, whatever, season tickets. But but I also understand this. A season ticket costs this price um, in this section. But if you sell them as some as individual seats and you have variable pricing, guess how much the Kansas City game is this week? Guess how much the Green Bay game is that week? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have an ability to raise more revenue, right? Even if you're limited in the number of seats that you're providing. Um, so uh, for that reason, I think that's probably why we haven't heard a lot about what, what the Bucks' plans are. And then you can also, I mean, look, you can imagine that if you're going to limit, uh, if the NFL says, well, you know, we, we, we can't have people, we have to have separation, we have to have this or that. You can imagine that there'll be a tier system of some kind. I mean, if I'm paying for a sky suite and it's my 16 people in it 
um, you got you should let me, you know, be a priority, you know, in that stadium over, I don't know, just, you know, tens of thousands of people in the 300 section that want to crowd in the, in the men's bathroom in their concession. Cause I have my own bathroom, you know? Yeah. It, and so I think there'll be some of that too, that, that really no one wants to talk about a, they pay more revenue than the normal season ticket holder uh, because they're renting a sky suite or a club seat. Uh, and, and, you know, in B they're, they're typically corporate, you know, sponsors and such. Yeah. All right. No, it's interesting. Hey, listen, I come on here. You, you ask me questions. You ask me a question. Yeah, you ask like the question. I might have the tables. So there you go. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Interviewer. That's right. Uh, yeah, no. So college football, we've got that. Some good news, though, by you, you mentioned USF. Um, what do you know about this Darian Felix? Now, he's the Oregon kid uh, from the, for, for Myers. He's going to get an extra year now at USF? Well, yeah, he's eligible right away. He comes in and he's, um, you know, he played really well at Oregon. You know, not, not crazy, but if you got to look at some of his stats – some of his games, he has some burst out speed. Uh, Jeff Scott really likes him. Um, you know, I actually, I remember I got a text the afternoon that he was committing to um, uh, to USF, and they're like, "Hey, you can't release this till four o'clock, but here you go." And uh, so I was like, "Oh crap!" Like I actually knew who he was. You know, sometimes you get like these transfers, and it's like. You know, oh, God, I don't know this person's name, but I, I did recognize who he was. So I think he has potential. And listen, if Johnny Ford can keep his head on straight, a couple of other guys they have in there, they saw some, you know, some nice, um, you know, boosts from a couple other running backs. They're going to be, they have a, you know, they can at least develop these guys and be around for a little while, you know. So mm-hmm. who knows what their season's going to look like. But to get a guy like him, plus they got a, they got a kid from Tennessee who had to sit out last year. He's a wide receiver that's going to be in there. So um, they got another Mitchell at tight end coming over. Ooh. So they've uh, they've got some guys. They've got a couple. They've got some different guys there. Uh, another Mitchell, number eighty nine, uh, Mitchell oh, Brennan. Boy. So uh, really, you know, he's wearing eighty nine. Really, they're not going to change the shirt. They're just going to give it to him. I think. I mean, I would. So I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know, <laughs> you know, just give him the number. You know, so no seamstress but, needed there. Um, well, you know, good, good for USF getting, getting players. That's, that's certainly what we want. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, quickly, we'll wrap up on this. I I wanted to talk a little bit about baseball and we're still a ways away from, from knowing exactly what's going to, that's going to look like. But the Rays the other day had, uh, 12 to 14 players at the trap and uh, Kevin Cash, uh, masked up was there. They took all the precautions. They, you know, separated. They even had to use their own baseball up there playing catch with some guy. Um, eventually, hopefully, you know, we'll see more players come from other countries and, and, and work out together. This was pretty informal. You know, I know Cash did like a, sort of a Zoom meeting, and, and, and it, was, it, was a little, it was a little clunky, but um, it, at least we have baseball. But not, not – I don't like what everything everybody's doing in baseball. Let's just let's start right there because you raised this before the podcast. There's a there's a team in Oakland, <laughs> the A's, and their owner is worth an estimated two billion. That's with a B, right? And yeah. has decided not to pay minor league players, right? Which make all of what four hundred a week, something like that. And that was actually – so here's the thing. I did a story, and it's on baynews9.com. I ran it. We ran it Sunday night. Um, they were – MLB stepped in and said, hey, every single minor league player is going to get $400 a week at least through May 31st. 
which was actually generous because some guys didn't make 400 a week. They made less. So it was a bump up. Now, they didn't help them with utilities and all that stuff. So this organization, More Than Baseball, where the president and director of player personnel is Simon Rosenblum Larson, who is a pitcher for the Rays down in Charlotte for the Charlotte Stonecrabs. So he mm-hmm. and I were talking, and he was telling me, like, you know, they're trying to raise $2 million of grant money to try and get these guys through some of the season. But then there's another guy, St. Lucie Mets guy, who I talked with, and he had Tommy John the week before they closed down the country. He's been in California rehabbing, driving 40 minutes to and from his house uh, Mm. just to get halfway decent rehab. So these are minor leaguers who are not being given proper care. They are not being looked after. And this may be just the start, Rick. I mean, for the for the A's, what did that come out to? You told me it was like two million dollars. Four hundred yeah. a week per player in the organization. It's, I think it's dollars. one I think it's one, to be honest with you. Oh, I think one. it's like one million for the entire organization. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And and then on top of that is we have the major league teams fighting. Because you've got the owner saying, hey, listen, we know we agreed to prorated salaries, but now we need you to go off of this shared revenue. And I understand if a guy made $35 million, he's now looking at north of seven. But my God, $7 million? Go talk to the $40 million unemployed and ask if they'll take $7 million. You know, I mean, yeah, there's, no it's just it's bad optics right now. And yeah. they have to get it together. Because if we get to July, Rick, and it's... It's NHL is in training camps. The NBA is headed to Disney and you've got college football. I mean, even Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley was a big proponent of not bringing guys back to campus. Oklahoma football is going to be starting up July one. So if everyone else is making strides and MLB is sitting on its hands, the great American pastime, it'd be a joke. It'd be an absolute joke. Yeah. I don't know how you come back from, from something like that. That would be, uh, a failure of la- leadership all, all across the board. There's no doubt about that. And, uh, you, you know, it, it's bad enough. I mean, think about the number of minor league uh, teams who are totally dependent on on, on their gates, right? If they don't, yeah. you're not going to have a season. Some of these teams are going to fold. Um, they can't they can't find much use for these stadiums, not, you know, unless they go the, the uh, Dolphins route and turn them into, uh, in, into uh, drive-in movie theaters. But, um, you know, it, it's it's a serious, uh, you know, cramp on, on minor league baseball. And then you have the draft, which is going to be limited to five rounds. And we talked about how that's going to back up colleges, et cetera. So there are tentacles in this thing that is going to hurt baseball already, right? And then to think that you wouldn't, that you would actually kill your game because the billionaires can't get together with the millionaires. And I recognize not everybody playing in major league baseball is making a million dollars. I get that. Uh, but if you're at the big league level or on, on the 40 man, you, you really don't have much of a case um, under this time. And, and even though I, I would agree that the owners, you know, want them to, to, to take even more of a hit because there may not be fans in the stands. And, and yet, you know, what's the reverse of that when you do really well, you don't come back and pay us extra money. Our contract is our contract, but it's, it's going to really hurt baseball. And I, I, yeah, I sincerely hope that, uh, that we're not headed down that road for sure. There is one guy, though, um, and I don't know what road he's headed in, hopefully hopefully to Tampa, although he's been in Washington of late. I guess he drove all the way out there out of boredom, and that's Blake, Blake Snell. And we've seen Blake you know, playing his video games, and God bless him. He, he, uh, he has some real talent in that. 
Um, but he's a pretty good pitcher as well. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. I think he just signed like a four-year deal for about ten million dollars a year. But now he has another agent. Yeah, the um, the honorable, uh, and I use that word lightly, <laughs> uh, Scott Boris. Oh uh, yeah, who doesn't want players taking one dime less than they're owed this season? He doesn't want baseball. <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. I'm I'm so kind of like. I just kind of confused. You you just signed like last yeah. year. So, right. Now's not when you carry your agent, is it? I mean No, but I think basically we should start calling him former Rays Ace Blake <laughs> Snell. Just like we say former Rays Ace David Price. Because yes. there is no way on God's green earth, friends, to in the words of Jim Nance, friends, there is no Hello, way friends. that Blake Snell yeah. is a Ray beyond these next four years. He's not gonna have to be an expo. But he's not going to be a Ray. So that's just, I mean, if I, that's exactly what I felt the first time I saw that news, that there's no yeah. way he's finishing his career here. Well, you, you're really confident that, uh, that that even four years, because when I when I look at Scott Boros, I, I'm thinking uh, that Boros is going to say in about a year, hey, my guy really should have gotten about $25 million and we're going to hang out for the extra fifteen that that uh, that that you got away with here. So I, I don't know. Um, it's never a great sign for a club if, if Scott Boris is, is, his, is his agent. But, but you're right. I mean, I think that, you know, it's only a matter of time before, you know, Blake Snell ends up uh, pitching for the New York Yankees or, or somebody like that. Uh, maybe he goes back to Seattle. Who knows? But he's the Rays right now, and right now he's going to be their ace, and they'll need him to pitch and pitch well as they will – all their guys coming back and, and, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be kind of a sprint. It's not going to be a very long season, maybe uh, having three, you know, really good starters and a bunch of guys that are used to starting, whether it's openers, maybe that helps you because this is going to be kind of clunky and unorthodox and not everybody's going to be stretched out when the season starts. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a good ball club. I mean, it's undeniable that if, and when they start playing baseball, the Rays, no matter how many games they play should be right in this thing. Yeah, the only thing now is, I mean, look at the Yankees. A guy like James Paxton is fully healthy. We talk about, you know, I think That's the other so day true. we talked about Steven Stamkos, how it helped That's the right. NHL. So true. Well, now this is going to help a team like the New York Yankees. Aaron Judge should be healthy. Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Um, Don Carlos Stanton should look good striking out three times a game, you know. So, I mean, it's right. It's going to look wonderful. So, but yeah, you know what? And Mike Zanino, when we did a Zoom interview with him, we, you know, we've talked to other guys. They all feel really confident, you know. They they just they feel like a team that they don't care how many games they feel like they're going to be in it. I almost think it could benefit them because you know there you know there there's that whole thing of you know the opener and maybe maybe guys can go a little deeper into games now because they don't have to be used as much. So yes. mm-hmm. there's there's benefits to having a young team like this, you know. And I just think. You know, they're, they're young players, Adamas and, um, you know, Meadows, who I think is the best player. I think he's, he's just, uh, he's going to be another otherworldly type of player in a, in, in a little while. You know, I love his game. So, um, you know, yeah, they've, they've got a lot of talented, uh, they got a lot of talented guys and they're young. And I think youth, you know, we talked about the NHL Stanley Cup final. It's about veterans. I think yeah. this MLB sprint could yes. be about youth could be about health and depth in the minor leagues. If you're stretching True. these rosters, I think yeah. you're going to, you're asking the race to use all their arms. You're asking the race to use all their talent. 
And I mm-hmm. think he could play very well for them. They may have like a 20 man taxi squad or whatever you call it up in the stands yeah. that's available to them all, all <laughs> time. On the outfield. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. They'll the be the crowd. Is, yeah. As it turns out. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. All right, well, the world has woke up now. We've Not just sports, but in general, I, I go out, I see, I see people everywhere, um, some unfortunately still aren't wearing masks, but that's, that's their problem. Yeah. Um, I, I would just say this, that, uh, is there something, you know, because you've, you've done, you know, all the remotes and, and, and you guys have been very careful with your studio work and things like this. Uh, you've had to sacrifice like a lot of us just stay at home orders and all these things, nothing, things haven't been open. So, so what is the thing that you have missed the most? What is there a go-to I don't know. Is it a is 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 it a restaurant? Is it a it is a an item? Is it a hobby? Is there something? Yeah. that Chris Torello yeah. really really missed and wants to do. I want to go back to or Disney. Eat. Man, geez. Uh, you That's know, it. I mean, That's Rick, it, Rick, right? Rick, Rick. I'm a. You remember that time I called you and I was at Disney on my vacation? Like, <laughs> I, I do. I do. I, was, I said, wait a minute. What are you doing, at Disney? What, yeah, what's going annual, on, Rick? Rick. I'm an annual pass holder. I'm a D23 <laughs> member. I don't even know what that means, but I pay money every year for it. And then on top of that, I'm a Disney Vacation Club member. I own property at Disney. Okay. Oh, you know, there's a guy that can get you out of that if you want to. No, I don't. I love it. But <laughs> but my whole thing is, is like, if you think LeBron James is taking my freaking room the week oh, of July, right. whatever, he's going to tell you something. The king ain't getting anything. I'm taking that. So I'll tell you what, man, I'm already pissed off because I'm probably not going to get to do pin trading when we go back because that means you got to touch pins and there's so many rules. And But it's I, I miss just being around. You know, we have a lot of friends that go to Disney and we just haven't been able to go and be around all of them. Um, you know, my whole family's in Connecticut, so I haven't seen them, uh, you know, but. It's, you know, we've made the most of it. You know, we actually, my, my girlfriend and I actually went out to Outback the other night. It was our first dinner date in like two and a half months. And nice. um, it was, that was nice. So just the little things, you know, we went out on the boat over Memorial Day, very social distance and uh, ran, in, ran into a Rays player actually. <laughs> so uh, that was fun. But um, yeah, no, it's, um, it was, it's, it's nice. I, you know, people are still trying to to follow these rules but it's it's not as i feel like people aren't as like focused on it as much anymore um so it's you know i just i tell people man just listen do what's best for you if you can't go out yet don't worry about going out um you know we'll get back to normal sooner than later hopefully and whatever normal we are but yeah for me it's probably just being around people that i actually like and that's not too many um you know and when I you really when don't. you say yeah. 
when you when you say people, you mean you mean like Minnie Ma- Mickey Mouse and and Pluto and Goofy and 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 the characters, yeah. right? Is that is yeah, that what we're yeah, talking no, about? Yeah, no, that's exactly who I mean. Um, uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean them uh, because they can't talk back. It's really nice. Exactly. Cool very, yes. <laughs> no, but I miss you, and I because I've only well, right. you on Skype, and like I know, you know I, I've missed I've missed all you guys who come in for face off. So I got to um, be honest, I've saved a lot of money in gas. I'm not I'm not having to drive there, and it's uh, well, we'll uh, change even, that hopefully. So well, uh, I, I hope I hope to be in the studio soon. Um, just to wrap up your Disney thought, are you an Animal Kingdom guy? Or are you a Studios? What, what what are we talking about here? We, the, okay, okay. So rank um, them for me. Well, if we're talking about pin trading, I think Epcot and Magic Kingdom are both the best. Hollywood is garbage. So, and Animal Kingdom's actually gotten better, but you got to really know where you're going. But when we're talking about rides and experience, yeah. To me, to me, I think. I think if you're a Star Wars fan, go to Hollywood because they got the whole... I think Hollywood Studios is the best because they have the Star Wars land. And I am the biggest Toy Story fan you'll ever meet in your life. I, to this day, everything about Toy Story... Because I probably one day, if I have, if the, if the government lets me have a kid, you know, I'd love to probably, you know, make him a Toy Story fan like me. But um, sure. you know, I'm, I'm very, very big into Toy Story. So I really enjoy... Hollywood Studios, but I'll tell you what, Animal Kingdom is legit because they've got the Avatar ride. If you haven't been on Flight of Passage, that is worth it on every level. And then there's a cool ride called Mount Everest where they basically take you all the way up this mountain. You ride half the ride in the dark backwards, and it's what? freaking awesome. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I really enjoy all of it. So, but, and then Epcot's still fun because of all the worlds and, and everything like that. And, um, and then I think Magic Kingdom's just kind of nostalgic for us at this point, you know, but yeah. a lot of great pin trading. So we always end up in Magic Kingdom. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's pin fun, trading, really? you know, we have a lot of childless millennials like us go. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. My girls are of the age where they've been and don't remember it, so we have to take them again. So I have to I have to be on the lookout for for the pin trading. Epcot, in my opinion, is for adults to try beer around the world. That that's You're really not wrong. <laughs> I, I'm saying is that is that still the case? Because that's all what that's the way I viewed that's the way I viewed certain countries was how good their alcohol was. No, it's true, but like I still think it's fun because. Um, it is, but there's a lot more like in Norway, they have the frozen ride now. So if you have you know, exactly. kids, anyone who oh, really yeah. likes frozen, you can go on that ride. They have the three mm-hmm. caballeros over in Mexico. So they've got a couple rides <laughs> and then caballeros. they've got some great entertainment sections too. So it's, it's fun. You know, I mean, it's just really what you want. So, um, but yeah, yeah, no, I've Epcot's and then Epcot's also getting Guardians of the Galaxy. They're getting that ride next year. So yeah. there's some pretty cool rides over there. Uh, they do a nice job of spreading the wealth a little bit. So uh, eh, from uh, Frozen, uh, let it go. I'm gonna let you go. Uh, okay. Thank you, Chris Relevant. <laughs> Spectre Sports Patreon Six Figs. Thanks, buddy. Hey. You got it, buddy. Thank you. Back to back with Chris Torello. That was awesome. Appreciate him, of course, as always. Hey, tomorrow we're going to have our mailbag segment. There's still plenty of time to get your questions in. We'll answer those 100% correctly, guaranteed. All you have to do, submit them to us on Twitter if you would like, at SportsDayTB. 
You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. For Steve Erstink, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.